0: I'm Sharon Betters, and you are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Ink Ministries, and today's devotional is called From Worry to Watching, and today's treasure is from Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, from the message. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. The phone call left me breathless. I knew God had just given me a glimpse of him working behind the scenes in the life of a friend's child, a child for whom I regularly pleaded for the Lord to remember as his covenant child, a child raised by believing parents, a child pushing against the borders, a child rejecting a superficial faith. That one phone call comforted me as though God was saying, I've got this, trust me. If I had not been praying, pleading for God's mercy, I might have missed this treasure. I might not have been watching for his touch, his presence. That moment reminded me of this post I shared a few years ago, a challenge to move from worry to watching. I love how author Paul Miller captures the truth in his book, A Praying Life where he says when you stop trying to control your life and instead allow your anxieties and problems to bring you to God in prayer, you shift from worry to watching. You watch God weave his patterns in the story of your life. Instead of trying to be out front designing your life, you realize you are inside God's drama. As you wait, you begin to see him work and your life begins to sparkle with wonder you are learning to trust again. I saw this truth when my friend Carol and I were on a missions trip in Japan. Carol and I were tired but excited as we landed in Japan for a week of speaking, as well as counseling military wives, missionaries, and Japanese women. Our hostess was an older woman who exuded warmth, encouragement, and most of all, Jesus. Before we began the first women's retreat, she gave us a tour of the simple but lovely missionary house nestled in the side of a mountain. The more time we spent with this woman, the more Carol and I knew we were on holy ground. When she invited us to hike up the mountain, assuring me I would be fine in spite of the soft cast on my healing broken leg, we eagerly piled into her old car, excited to soak up every minute of this strange land. We walked along a narrow pathway up the mountain, Listening carefully as she pointed out altars and explained the meaning of some of the idols, she described the spiritual darkness of the Japanese people who regularly made this trek for the purpose of praying to their idols. Her words and obvious passion for displaying Jesus in this spiritually dark land struck deep into our souls and framed our view of the military harbor below. She said she often came here to pray over the city imagining Jesus overlooking Jerusalem and crying out, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you were not willing. We joined hands and prayed for the upcoming seminars for each woman who would attend and for the harbor city below, pleading for the Holy Spirit to open hearts and minds to the Savior, to our Redeemer, we felt the presence of Jesus. Our journey back the mountain was a little more somber as we considered the opportunities and privilege of sharing Jesus with needy women, knowing we would never forget those moments on sacred ground. But our adventure was not over. Our elderly hostess kept up a stream of conversation describing some of the women we would soon meet. As she inserted the key in the car ignition, she continued talking, but suddenly... Carol and I realized she wasn't talking to us. She seemed a little flustered and she was talking to Jesus, asking him how to get home because she could not remember the way. Carol and I looked at each other more than a little unsettled. This was before cell phones and GPS apps. We had no idea of where we were or even where we were going and we didn't know the language. Our hostess started driving talking nonstop to Jesus, asking him which way she should turn, interrupting her conversation with him to ask if we remembered this building or that garden or that sign. Well, no. I admit when our hostess first started asking Jesus how to get home, I was a little unnerved. Actually, I was a lot unnerved. What in the world had we gotten ourselves into? I was not in control. I could offer no assistance. I had to sit back and wait for Jesus to lead us through a foreign land to our home. And friends, he did not disappoint. As our time in Japan unfolded, Carol and I saw we were in the presence of a woman who truly saw Jesus as ever present, ever interested in every detail of her life and ever reliable. Our conversations included him. She acted out what we said we believe Jesus will never leave us, not ever. We wanted to be just like her when we grew up. Her life exemplified the call of Paul to the Philippians, which is our scripture for today. Philippians four, six through seven. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when God displaces every worry at the center of your life. Friends, I need to watch more. How about you? And friends, I want to take the opportunity to introduce you to our newest Help & Hope podcast. My husband, Chuck, had a fantastic conversation with George Grant, a pastor, a prolific writer, a well-known speaker. And their topic was Betrayal, Conflict, and Ministry. Uh, So needed for today, the wisdom that George Grant brought to this conversation. You know, you mentioned church conflict in a group of pastors or ministry leaders, and one by one, they will nod knowingly and share war stories of betrayal, conflict, and relationship damage. In fact, sadly, we have been hearing about pastors taking their own lives and many who are leaving the ministry tired of the infighting, unfair criticisms, and unbiblical treatment of not only them, but their families. We are so grateful that we can offer this conversation to weary pastors and their families who are wondering what the future holds. Chuck and George, both seasoned pastors and ministry leaders, talk frankly about the intense pressures pastors and ministry leaders experience, and offer insights on how to navigate these turbulent times. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us in our journey where we are looking at treasures along the way. And as I've frequently said, I hope that this series is encouraging you to see treasures along the way. That verse that has meant so much to me, that is a go to verse in really dark times in Isaiah 45, where God promises, I'm going to give you treasures in the darkness, riches stored in secret places, so that you will know I am the Lord your God, the one who calls you by name. And a friend recently who lost her son very tragically shared with me a treasure in the darkness that God gave her. And she kind of chuckled and she said, I don't know why I'm saying this. I know it sounds crazy, but I just know it was from the Lord. And friends, I want to tell you, nothing sounds crazy to me when it comes to those treasures. God knew exactly what my friend needed at that moment. And it just, I get filled up with tears when I think about it, even now of the way that he gifted her with a treasure to let her know, I see you, I see your tears I see the broken places, and I want you to remember I'm the Lord, your God, and I call you by name. So, friends, share with us those treasures. Go to helpandhopenow.org and leave a comment. Make sure that you share the treasure of Daily Treasure with others. And when you're at the website, you can subscribe to our e-news, and in our e-news, you'll receive a monthly update of the resources that we are offering, sometimes a devotional by myself or my husband. And encouragement for you to be able to walk by faith wherever God has placed you. Thanks so much for joining us. We wish all of us could join in one place and just rejoice with one another over what our Lord Jesus is doing in our days, moment by moment, inch by inch. Please remember that our God is sovereign and you can trust him.